Listen to this. ASMR. Wow. That's my favorite sound. And it is a Diet Coke for all of you out there. A Diet Coke. I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So So let's let's get get started. Well, should we get this party started? Let's get this party going. Yeah, we are. Oh gosh, um, our fans are here again. <laughs> there's just a few. There's. Oh, I forgot it goes into my stop it. <laughs> Shoot. We have a new soundboard on this episode of Truth Fairies. And it's throwing us off. And it, there's no weird and wacky. It's. But we're going to utilize it in other ways. Like, for like example. That, <laughs> that probably didn't work. <laughs> no, I think it did. I think. <laughs> We're going to be self-censoring now. Okay. And then how about another one? Do you want to confess a murder? I'm going to have to make a confession, but I have to do it with my voice disguised or I'll have to kill you. We are going to have too much fun with that. Oh my gosh. What? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, I don't know. I think I'm okay. You're surviving. It's, it's been a day. Today was the first day of school I for ate, most of our kids. Yeah, I ate half my body weight in peanut M&Ms in the last, like, hour. Well, I... Let me tell you what Please I do. did. Please do. Yesterday... I, is my voice echoey? I feel like it's echoey. Oh, that's better. Is that better? Yeah, talk more directly talk into more it. directly into the microphone. So, yesterday, the boys said to me, hey, we need to get a few school supplies. Okay, that's fair. So we go to Walmart with the plan of getting a few school supplies and school lunch stuff. Oh, yeah. Guess how much I spent. Ugh, gross. I don't know. Just put a number out there. Um, $175. $247. Yeah. $247. How much of that was food and how much was school supplies? I'm going to guess the bulk of it was food. It was food. Food's out of control. But it's like they needed... They wanted pistachios. They like, oh. I got them the, like the Gatorade, the Zero, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Um, fruit. I mean, why is it that I can buy junk food for so much cheaper? Mm-hmm. But if I want to buy an apple and some carrots and some it's, nuts, it's going to cost me $247. We need to become farmers and fruit orchard growers. Something. Well, mm-hmm. based on both of our tomato hauls this oh year. Oh my gosh, I know. We each got one tomato. It's so depressing. Ugh. Yeah, it's stupid. It is. So, yeah, anyway. that is poking your boob right now. Yeah. The cost that of living. Cost of living sucks. The inflation. Um, what else is poking your boob? Um, not tickling my fancy. Mm-hmm. What is poking my boob today is my <laughs> daughter. Oh, I mean, <laughs> metaphorically, of course. Mm-hmm. So the other day, her and her, she's in fifth grade, going, as you know, going yes. into fifth grade. The other day, her and her friend are over at the house, and her friend's going into sixth grade. Um, but they're still, like, literally newborns. Literal babes. So they come out. They they were going to do makeup, right? Kay. Have I told you this? I no. might have told you part uh-uh. of this. No. Anyway, they go in the bathroom. They're in there for hours and they come out and they look like 25 year olds no no they looked amazing 
Like they. So this isn't like our ten year old selves doing makeup no, somehow. This is like um, what's his name? Uh, James, James Charles, Charles taught them how to do makeup. Was in the bathroom with them. Oh my gosh! They did, came did they out use like a YouTube video. Uh, they must have because they came out with. Um, What's it called? Contour. Contouring. They had the blush. They had the little sh- the little shimmer on the nose uh-huh. and the little top lip. Uh-huh. Highlight. The gloss. They had... I mean, they looked fantastic. Oh, my gosh. And I immediately said, you will never wear that to school. No. 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 And she's like, well, I know. I know it's... All, you know, I know it's a lot. But she looked fantastic. Oh, my gosh. I can't even do that. I can't either. I don't know how to, like... So, yeah, and I'm like, that is way too much. And then at the same time, I'm like, but how did you get that contouring right there to (laughs) really teach me how she's 10? Where did they get the makeup? Well, Rebecca had it. So then when we were school shopping the other day, Lainey's like, hi, can we just get a little bit of makeup? And I'm like, yeah, you know, we can like she can wear clear mascara. We can dabble. I told her she can wear some blush, some gloss and some clear mascara. Okay. That is a good compromise for yeah. a 10, 11-year-old. Except for I went to Ulta. And, of course, for that blush brush, uh-huh. I had to buy a whole pack of brushes. And, uh-huh. I mean, I went nuts. Yeah. Why did, Three yeah, lip glosses. Ulta was your first mistake. I know, but then I got me a few things, too, because oh. she gave me some tips. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it's not tickling my fancy that she... Um, Looked like an adult, but you caught a glimpse of her future, of her adulthood. Self. But the one thing that was super funny, and I'll have to post this, give this picture to you to post. Okay. Um, last Thank night, you for not saying post this, that you're going to give it to me to post. I will. It. I will. <laughs> I, yeah, because I'm not going to do anything. But so last night she does a dry run, so she puts on the outfit, she does the hair, the whole shebang, uh-huh. and she's like, she's like, okay, let's just take some some pictures to see how it looks. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> So I take a picture and she's like posing in the front and then she turns around and looks over her shoulder and she does one from behind. (laughs) Then this reminded me of how little and innocent she is. She's like, here, let me do a back bend now and take a picture of this. (laughs) So I have this like wonky little picture of her in a full back bend. I'm like, there's the 10 year old. There she is. There she is. It's a funny age because you get both of those glimpses in like a 30-second period. Right, right. Where it's like in one second they're texting their friends and they're this, and then a second later they're making sock puppets or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay, so yesterday I took Deacon to get his like seventh grade vaccinations checkup, which is so stupid when you have a healthy kid and you have to take them for like a well child. Right. I know there's things that they might pick up on that you didn't but it's like two hundred dollars and she literally walks in and goes well is there anything you're concerned about nope mm-hmm. like he's the healthiest kid okay well here's his shots give me two hundred dollars anyway that's not what i was gonna say okay what i was gonna say was when i got home i had a text from our new neighbor who i've met like once or twice and she's like oh hey um sorry I didn't see you at the doctor's office. My kid said you said hi, and I didn't realize you said hi. And sorry, you know, I didn't even know if you'd recognize me. And I was like, I don't, I did not see her. Oh, Just, <laughs> oh no, it's no big deal. <laughs> well, I kind of like, I didn't read it carefully enough. So then I confessed my disorder of not like recognizing people's faces. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, if she thinks I recognize her at the doctor's office with a mask on, then she's going to assume that I'm going to recognize her in the neighborhood. And then if I don't, she's going to think. Then you're an a-hole. Exactly. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm like, I didn't even see you. Like, maybe Deacon waved. I don't know. Well, then 
Our bus stops are all messed up. It's the first day of school. So the bus stop they put them on is like a mile away from our house. And it's like 97 degrees. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to go pick up Deacon at the bus stop. So I'm there for like 20 minutes because the buses are running 20 minutes late. And there's a woman standing literally like next to my car for this entire 20 minutes. Then her kid gets off the bus and I'm like, is that our new neighbor? (laughs) And Deacon's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I've done it again. Yeah. She was literally right in front of me. Did she say anything to you? No. Okay. So. Maybe she thought you were somebody else. Maybe she saw somebody at the doctor's office. Now that'd be too too much of a coincidence. No, because we were both. Yeah, we were both there. So it was was anyway. But yeah. Hmm. (laughs) You're like, sorry. (laughs) I don't know. Snubbing her on the first day. I know. I just feel like I need to just wear a badge that says, I don't know you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I do. I'm incompetent, and I can't remember faces. Exactly. (laughs) I had a concussion, and I don't recognize faces. Until I've met you, like, five times. Especially if you're a middle-aged man. They all look the same to me. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Really? Yes. Oh. It's weird. Okay, well. Um, well, What is is tickling your fancy? What is tickling my fancy? Oh. (laughs) That certainly just did. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, I wow. I can't think of anything that's tickling my no. fancy. I know I it's had st- something, and I. It's a stressful time. It's a stressful time. These are stressful days. Yeah. Oh, what is tickling my fancy? One thing that tickled me. I went to a movie this week. You did. That tickled me. What was it? It's called The Orphan. Okay. First Kill. Oh, very good. Is it? Um, what genre? It's scary. Okay. But it's one of those, you know how I'm a movie overthinker. Yeah. And as I'm walking out of the door of the theater, I'm just shredding it, right? <laughs> I'm picking out every flaw. <laughs> so if you don't do that, it's it's a good show. It's a delightful It's a movie. prequel to an older show. Oh, okay. About this woman who looks like a 10-year-old. <gasps> oh. Is it based on the true story? Oh, no. Okay. No, I think because the original one came out like in 2009. Okay. Before that whole saga. Well, the... I mean, who knows? But yeah. anyway, so yeah, she dressed, she pretends to be this little girl who's been abducted oh. and um, is returned to her family. And yeah. So is it like a psychological thriller? Um, it's a, it's kind of, yeah, or, more blood and gore. And okay. Just, it's good. It's good. It's um, It's one of those shows where as you're watching it. Like, you know everything wrong with it. and But at some point, it's like, who are we rooting for? <laughs> really? Like, everybody is so horrible in it that oh. you don't know whose side you're on. When people die, you're you overlooking little things like stabbing people. <laughs> it's, it's good. It was good. It tickled oh, good. me. It really gave me a oh, good. good tickle. I watched um, What Really Happened to Richard Simmons this morning. <gasps> did you listen to that podcast yes, years and years ago? Um, what was it called? Finding Richard Simmons? Find, something like that, yeah. So fascinating. So what does this tell us? Well, so TMZ did it, and they're mm-hmm. not the most, like, they're not the best. And there, there would be, like, a random clip from Dr. Phil. I'm like, where'd that guy come from? Like, yeah. one clip. And Sally Struthers, or I don't know. It was interesting. But it just kind of talked about how he was so empathetic. Like when you listen to the podcast, if you guys haven't listened, it's an old podcast that was was one of the first ones I'd listened to. Yeah. First podcast. So good talking about how when he would meet somebody, like he really felt their pain and felt like he could help everybody. And there were like hundreds of people that he had on a list that he would call 
like once a month. Right, because he became kind of their, for some of them, their only support system. Yes. And so it was like he he felt responsible for For their weight loss and Mm -hmm. their health journey. And he really internalized his role. And then, so he, and like the podcast talks and the show talks about how when tour buses would come by, they always went by his house because if he saw it, he would come out and he would interact with all the people. And he was just like so... um, like at home, a recluse, but then around people was just a huge personality. And finally, they just like there were all these theories about is he transitioning to a woman? Is he being held hostage by his housekeeper? Is he? I thought there was even one that he might be, have like Alzheimer's, right? There were all these theories that he was, yeah. And so they were really keeping him kind of off the radar because he was, I don't know. Yeah, that maybe the death of his dogs were too much. Um, and at the end of it, this, what really happened to Richard Simmons' little episode, they basically just said he just doesn't want people to see that he's, like, old now. Mm-hmm. Like, he is, like, mid-70s, and I guess his knees have gone out, and he doesn't want to get knee surgery, and he's just, like, he walks with a cane now, and he <gasps> oh. just wants his public persona to stand, I guess. Does he still have the afro? Do we know. know? No one's seen him. Oh, I, I loved him. I know. And after listening to that, I just like, I just really, my heart goes out to him. Yeah. Oh, he's such a good guy. Richard Simmons. Huh. Well, that's depressing. No, I know. <laughs> so, but I wanted to just, I want I hope he's okay. So that tickled you. Are, just, are you a masochist, Brooke? <laughs> well, you watched a show about murdering orphans. But I didn't people. like it. Well, I did. So there's that. I just, it's just interesting. Yeah. Oh. The Bachelorette yeah. is in full swing. Didn't watch it last night, did you? No. Okay, good. We get to watch we together. We got to watch it. Yeah, it's a train wreck. It is. Yeah. Okay, well, well, um, let's launch into the weird and wacky world. It's not quite as fun without, without the... But this is mildly disgusting and disturbing. So I'm just, I mean... And I actually want you to know I condensed this way down because it was way more details than anybody would ever want to know. Okay, so it says a woman is earning more than $8,000 per month by selling her toenail clippings, spit... And used earbuds. What? And she says she's now scared to throw anything away as it could have value. Is that, she... that is the title of this. Okay. Okay. Um, and then it goes on to say that some of the things that she is selling <laughs> include bottled bath water. Ew. Like her used bath water. Her contraceptive coil. Ew. Her armpit hair. Her underwear. <laughs> and even her burps. How? How can you sell a burp? I don't know. My well, brother she... bottled a fart one time. And did it work? It actually did. He have I not told you? That oh, story? I think I do remember that. But did what? I mean, what's its expiration date? That thing will stink until you open it. Really? I think it just gets riper and riper. Because really, and I mean, it's but a burp. I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. I bet there are people that buy it and then eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? Like he, like they're in small. love with her, so they're like, "I am literally eating her." It's like we're kissing right now. Well, I'm, I'm eating just her. Dying burp. To figure out who she is and okay. why everyone wants her. Waist. Yeah, she's like just a lady. Um, okay, so she's using the money to set up her own animal shelter. So she's a do-gooder, mm. uh, a philanthropist. Is that okay. the word? Mm-hmm. The philanthropist, if you will. Okay. Okay. She's making a killing out there. She said, I don't throw away dirty things anymore. If I'm in the mood for a new wardrobe, I can sell my dirty clothes to get new items. 
I offer a, sell, a selling service that brings pleasure and makes the buyers feel good in a safe environment. How kind. Wow. Um, she said the top three requested items are socks, panties, and tights. I usually sell them after wearing them for $50. What? I charge more for the unique and weird requests, such as tongue scrapings. Ew. Ew. That makes me gag. Bath water and cotton buds with my earwax on them. Oh. I basically make money from anything that is t- attached to my body. However, I do also sell my trash for $100, and some guys like to eat it, and they will also pay for my groceries. So, like, they'll buy her food to, like— Have the trash from or, it? Or to chew it. Uh, oh. She says here, I've also chewed food and spit it out for $100. What? So, yeah, they'll pi- have pay for the food. She chews it and spits it out and sends it to them, and then they'll pay her more. Oh, my gosh. Um, anyway, she said um, the extra income has given her financial freedom to set up other businesses such as— the Dog Rescue Foundation and the Animal Shelter. So she is just some lady that is like on social media. So she, I'm assuming she has like, like an OnlyFans or something. I'm, I'm guessing. Like you've got to be sexually attracted to somebody to want their used crap. Like she's got, it's got to be some fetish where she, she's like, she have huge boobs. She like, didn't seem over. I mean, she was like a decent looking person. Just she a regular. It wasn't like she was. Like a porn star that's no. selling there. Like she didn't, at least in the picture, it she didn't look all like, huh. like I probably wouldn't give her a second glance. Interesting. But I also went by somebody's tongue scraping, <laughs> so maybe it's the wrong market. Oh my gosh. But what is wrong? What is wrong? What is wrong with us? Why don't we? Why aren't we spitting in pill bottles and sending them? Why is nobody requesting our toenails? Why am I not burping and mass producing that? <laughs> I don't I, I used to be able to burp, burp the alphabet. Really? Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, what can you sell it by quantity? Right. Like One if burp. Like if I burp a poem, is it going to be worth more? I would think so. What if you could open up the burp bottle and it would recite what you said in the burp? <laughs> like a little telegram. That's very Harry Potterish. Yes, it is. When I was pregnant, I honestly considered selling a, a positive pregnancy tests for women to trick their There is a market for that out there. I know. The ethics of it got in the way for me. Well, that's good. But I was like, for nine months, I can produce as many positive pregnancy tests as they would want. Yeah. I should have. You should have. All different kinds. Yeah. I know. That is crazy. You couldn't sell negative COVID tests, like in Mexico. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, know. that I seems about right. Run the pot one. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get home. Yeah. So she could get on a plane. Uh-huh. Wow. Back when you had to. So weird. Okay, well, that Thanks. is weird and yeah. wacky. I just, you know, whatever your weird thing is, there is a market for it, I'm yeah. afraid. I know. And why are I just, why are we not rich? Why have we not found that thing that makes us money? I don't know. I mean, we're trying right now, guys. <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> Please. <laughs> see how that's working Send out. Send us some money. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, well, should we move on to yeah. Oh, honey. That didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> there, there we, we go. go. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, shall I start? Please do. Okay, this one will make you angry. All right. My husband of two years, together five, and I were invited to my sister-in-law's birthday. We were having drinks, and my husband was getting drunk. He usually doesn't drink, so he gets drunk easily. I love him when he's a little bit groggy because he's very shy otherwise, and he lets loose a little. My sister-in-law, 
So the her husband's sister mm-hmm. calls herself incurably single, and she often laments about not meeting the one. She's very picky, and she's always pointing out the flaws of her dates. Well, she was doing that, and after complaining about her latest hookup, my husband interrupted her. He knew the guy in question, apparently, and he disagreed with how she, the sister, perceived the guy. They were sparring for a little, and everyone was laughing because my sister-in-law is very funny, and so is my husband. Finally, my husband told her that she... Ha- was very high maintenance and always concentrated on the negative things. He then said to take him, for example. He found me repulsive the first night we spent (laughs) together. (laughs) But he he stuck it out and was determined to know me more instead of throwing me away because he's an adult now and needed to start acting like one. And now he says, look at me. I'm the happiest man on earth. My sister-in-law laughed and told him that's not how she worked. I thought what he said was horrible, the most horrible thing anybody has ever said about me, and yet no no one who was listening seemed to react at all, like it was a totally normal thing to say. <laughs> so I just said that I didn't know that's how he felt about me. So then she says when they first met, she remembers him going away on a trip the day after they slept together for the first time, and he wasn't available for three weeks. So then after she heard this, she said, I started pondering, was he actually away or was he trying to ghost me? (gasps) On our way home, I asked him if he really went on that trip, and he smiled guiltily and said no. His plan was actually to not see me again. But there was something strong that made him contact me again, and that he was lucky he did because I turned out to be the love of his life. He was starting to fidget in his seat and asked me if something was wrong, and asked, surely you're not hurt by what I said. I told him that it was the most appalling thing I'd ever heard, and to hear it coming from him, I haven't spoken to him since Saturday. I don't know if I want him anymore. We have a son together, 18 months, and a dog. I don't want to hurt our son. I'm trying to keep it together, but I feel numb. Will time heal something like this, or am I lying to myself? Repulsive. Repulsive. May I just quote, he found her repulsive. repulsive. Not not super hot. Okay. But, in fairness, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to decide how much I want to say. I know, trying to decide, um, like, um. but in but that was his. I mean, haven't you had somebody that you've met before? Okay, first of all, he obviously didn't think she was too repulsive because he slept with her. Right. Okay, well, maybe that well. maybe that's not true. Bad bad example. Right. But. I mean, I there are people there are people that I've met, not necessarily like in a romantic way, but mm-hmm. like at first you don't like they're you don't think they're attractive or you don't whatever, but then something changes. Yeah, I think he should have kept it a secret. <laughs> right. I don't think it should have been a full disclosure. Right. Like I don't know. No. Okay. Well, I agree that people become more attractive, but. I can't get over. He found her. He was repulsed by her. I would like to. I think he needs to be in the hot seat. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. You slept with her. I don't know if they were even dating or if it was like a one night stand. And he like woke up the next morning and was like, whoa, did I really just stick it in that? Or like, whoa, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Where's that? Where's that sensor? (laughs) Okay. I shouldn't be pushing these buttons. Cannot. Um, but if you, I just feel like, Ow. and I've said it before, I mean, he clearly says she's the love of his life. He's super happy. I believe him. I don't mm-hmm. know the guy, but I don't think he's Well, you don't just marry up. and, like, choose to spend your life with someone. Oh, I mean, I guess you do. I just, I feel like, I think she has every right to be, like, really, really hurt by well, that. Well, and I, I do, too. And I think the way he said it. Right. <laughs> 
was not. I mean, it was embarrassing. It was probably humiliating for her. And yeah, so I get it. I'd be mad. I mean, and I'm sure it's like, and it's not like she's just trying to be difficult. Like she truly feels devastated by it. Yeah, finding out that your husband wasn't attracted to you. In the beginning, and just like, well, I'm an adult. I should, oh. I should stick it out. Way my see options. if there's anything there. It's like, no. Like, if I want to know that my husband was like, dang, girl. Like, when he first work met it, me. Girl. And had to, like, work for me a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think just... she should dump him. <laughs> She's literally, <laughs> she is considering I know. it. Maybe she needs to take a break. You know what she needs to say? She needs to say, I find you utterly repulsive now. I find you repulsive now. So. Yeah. Change of pace. And he didn't even necessarily say that after getting to know her, suddenly she was the most beautiful woman on the earth. He was basically like, I'm an adult and I had to get past the fact that I found her repulsive. It wasn't even like his perception of her beauty changed. It was just like, I got over it. Yeah. And look at me now. And look at me now. Oh, I would say, you know what? I've been having an affair. (laughs) Surprise. He doesn't find me repulsive. Yeah. So... I'm like, wow, yeah, that, make it up. that would be that would be a little hard to get over. Um, I feel like all of my topics today are very serious. Oh, really? Kind of like that one. Like I'm I'm gonna need some real advice here. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So here is one for you. Okay. My husband had a secret vasectomy three months ago and just told me. Eek. Yikes. Okay. Over the past few months, he told me that he was kneed very hard in the balls during (laughs) jujitsu. And that's how he explained the recovery. He just kept saying stuff about how he... um, how he thought getting knee during jujitsu would affect his sperm, and it went right over my head. Mm. So she, he's kind of like dropping hints about this, laying the groundwork. Yeah. So, and then this is months ago, and then she says, then as we were sitting on the couch, he held out his phone to my face and said, "Look, I have zero sperm count now." And I was so confused because I didn't even know that he was getting a sperm test done. Right. So I said, "What? Did you get a vasectomy?" And he admitted that he had. I feel really sad and betrayed that he lied to me about this. I would have accepted his choice ultimately, but the fact that he lied about it really hurts. I have no idea why he decided to do this behind my back and then to lie over and over and tell me in the worst possible way just now. Uh, Let's see. She says, I'm so emotional. I feel like this is a betrayal and a communication issue that could have been avoided. Yeah. What would you say to that? Uh, uh, You're repulsive and I had a vasectomy. (laughs) That's awful. Yeah. Like, and when you're married, your child, I agree, if she, if he would have said, I really don't want any more kids, I'm going to handle it myself, like, have the conversation, but I don't think one partner can just make the decision without talking to it, like, yeah, it I just feel like feels my husband's balls belong to me a little bit, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and everything in them. <laughs> like, the contents they're in, like, like yeah. Some when we get married, like... Right, because this isn't just like a dating. What are they called? Sperm. (laughs) Yeah, your swimmers. Your swimmers. They're like, like they're family now. Yeah, like you. This is a group decision. Yeah. Rude. All the sperm need to be. I just and again, it'd be different if they were just dating. Then you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But when you're married, it just and like she said, she would have respected his decision. But. do they have any kids? Did it say? I don't know. That's what I was wondering. That, like, did they already have a bunch? And like, he's super overwhelmed and didn't think maybe, or maybe she's been talking about wanting more and he 
But like, like there needs to be more context yeah. to this. But I would be ticked. I would be because super it's like what, ticked. especially if you're married and like you've just made a decision for me now too. Exactly. And so yeah. we can talk about it, and all we can. But yeah, you know what I'd do? Divorce him. Uh, nope. <laughs> I'd go to a sperm bank, get some donor sperm, put that in me, and be shove the phone in his face. Look, I'm pregnant. Look, I have more <laughs> sperm than you do. <laughs> I have one sperm in me, and you have none. Zero. Surprise. <laughs> if he can make decisions by himself, yeah. so can she. Okay, Preach. I really wouldn't do that. but Well, but it's fun to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that's mm-mm. very serious. Very heavy. It is. Very heavy. Do you want one that's less heavy? Please. Okay. Okay, so as you know, it's the first day of school. Yes. And I was looking for school stories. <laughs> so this one, I have... Sometimes I don't want to read the title because it gives it away, but this title, it does give it away, but it's... It's worth it. It is. AITA for showing my missing eye to the new teacher after he told me my bangs are disrespectful. (laughs) What? Wow. So she writes, I had an accident when I was a baby and lost my left eye. I don't have an eye socket I could put a fake eye in. It's just normal skin and some scars on a big patch of my face. They reconstructed my face with a later surgery this way. The right side and bottom half of my face is completely normal. I have big side bangs that I hide the left side of my face so I don't freak anyone out and I don't get weird looks. I've been going to the same school since I was five, so the teachers and the kids know about it. We got a new teacher this week. He started ask, He started by asking us to go around and introduce ourselves. When it got to me, he was rude and asked me, do your parents know you come to school looking like this? <gasps> it's extremely disrespectful. Fix your bangs. I want to see your face. So I obeyed and tucked my bangs behind my ear, showing the left side of my face. He gasped. <gasps> his face turned red. My classmates laughed, and he told me that I can let my bangs down. Later that day, my, te- my head teacher came to scold me. She told me I was wrong to shock the new teacher, and I should have just told him about it. Did I do anything wrong? I just obeyed his orders, and it's not my fault he ended up not wanting to look at my face. No, that is your damn face. Right? You can show your face. You get to do whatever you want with your face, whether it's— With or without an eye. The cool bangs that probably look, like, edgy and cool, and she's made, like, a way to, like—and everybody knows. It's just, like, her way to probably feel better about herself and— Like, no, you don't have to feel bad. And don't, okay, here is a rule of thumb for teachers. Okay. Don't call your students out. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what's your good, like, advice about, like, like, if you new kids and stuff? Yeah, if you have, if you're having an issue with a kid, like, you don't, you never want to escalate, right? You never want to cause more drama. So if he had an issue with her bangs, that would be something that would be appropriate at the end of class to be like, hey, I notice your bangs are in your face. Is that a problem for you? Whatever. The other thing I would suggest is that they, like, know your audience a little bit. Like, get to know your students before you come at them. Before you start calling their bangs disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, and especially, like, if there's nothing else about them, like, they're not coming across as being disrespectful. I don't know. It just feels really, really, like, abrupt. Doesn't it? Yeah. And I would be, how dare they say, get after her for how she responded to somebody, like, publicly calling her out like that. Exactly. (gasps) That is terrible. The head teacher should have been like, oh, we all know about this, like... Yeah. And for her, when he said move your bangs, it's probably easier to move your bangs than to be like, I'm sorry. Let me tell you my whole life story. Yeah, let me. You don't owe that to him. Mm -mm. 
Nope, and he was not very professional. Nope. From start to finish. Nope. That's it. I know. What a jerk. I think next week we should look up stories about, like, entitled parents dealing with teachers. Because I think they're, like, I see people, even people I know, posting, like, the teacher did this or this happened at school and I'm making this huge scene and I'm talking to the principal about it and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, you are raising a monster. Like, yeah. It's the whole, like, like slow your roll entitlement people. generation. And I yeah. kind of feel bad for teachers these days. Yeah, it's terrifying out there. It probably is. <laughs> That's why you just stay home. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Yeah, it's best that way Thank to you. stay home. Thank you for validating my life yeah, choices. You, yeah. Um, okay. Here is another very serious topic. Okay. Okay. Three years ago, I divorced because I found out that my husband had been having an affair for five years with a married co-worker. Gross. Okay, let that sink in. Okay. It wasn't our only issue, but it was the main reason that I decided to end our marriage. The reason I found out is because the husband of the co-worker reached out to me when he discovered their affair. Okay. Okay, so the the affairies husband found out and then told her. Okay. For three, Ugh. let's see. Hold on. La, la, la. I, bet they, they, I bet people find out that way a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They managed to work through it while my husband and I got divorced. Yeah. So um, for three years, my ex-husband lived out of state, but just recently he moved back to be closer to our children. Okay. Um, we have an excellent co-parenting relationship, and we were very happy that he moved back. Last night, I discovered that they have resumed their relationship. And then she says, um, or technically it's an affair because she is still married. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so neither one knows that I know. I want to reach out to her husband and let him know that she's cheating again. I I know it'll cause a huge mess for everyone, but I feel I owe it to him since he's the one who told me when he knew. Do I confront my ex and tell him I know? Do I tell her husband? Or do I try to let it go since our marriage is already over? I should also note that I give him, um, I've given him money so that he could move back, and I bought him furniture, so I feel a bit used. What, mm. what is the right thing to do? Two thing, two issues are at play. The, do you have an obligation to tell the person that told you in the first place, and the giving him money to move back? I don't think is related. Right, and I think, I mean, from what it sounds like, she like there's no potential future or anything. Yeah, they're good co-parenting, so it's like she's done him. But it, but it's almost like he's like, well, you know, I'd be willing to move back if I had some help. Not like I'm moving back so that I could, you know what I mean? So do you think he's moved back because he's hooking, because he's back with the affair partner? I don't know. I don't know the order right. of events. Right. So. But I could see why she would be. She might feel like it might have brought up, like stirred up those old feelings yeah. of betrayal again in her where she's like, I don't want to be helping you. Like we were in this good place. And now she finds this thing out that really he's not cheating on her anymore. Right. He can do whatever he wants. But I bet there's an element of like, oh, this again, like that old yeah. resentment kind of building up. Yeah. But I don't think it has any like, I don't know if it's here or there with her helping him move. Right. Yeah. It I think like that's like a second, not yeah. really relevant. Yeah. Because it's better for the kids. It's I'm yeah. sure a better situation. It sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Back to the first question. Do you tell? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So okay. I think people tell you how, like, what, if someone has shown you something that they clearly value, 
you know, he she already knows his values because he was the one that told her. Right. Which I think is modeling I would want someone to tell me. Sure. That's the whole reason he told her, I'm sure, unless it was just to get back at the husband. But I feel but either like way, the fact that he told her means he wants to be told. Don't you sure, think? Sure, sure. And who doesn't want to be told? Let's be honest. If your husband's cheating on you or your partner's cheating on you, don't – like nobody wants to not know. Yeah. Unless you have an open relationship and it's okay, and then you probably already do know. Yeah, so. unless it's a situation. And then if that's the case, they're not really in each other's lives where it's like we've talked before on earlier episodes where it's like, ooh, you don't know the situation in a marriage. If you say something and they knew now they're in an awkward position. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it doesn't sound like they're in each other's lives enough where he's like, yeah, I know. We've just kind of like yeah, let it go. Okay, fine. Yeah. But now we're not in an awkward position. Right. And I'm sure he does want to know. Yeah, he wants to know. Especially, I mean, because he worked out the first time and, yeah. And a five-year, to get past a five-year affair. Here's my question. If you are spending five years with somebody besides your spouse, why would you not just be with that person? Right, yeah. Right? I mean, it makes no sense to me. All the lying and cheating and sneaking and whatever— Five years is it's not that is not a fling. I was gonna say unless it's just for the pure thrill of it. But after five That's, years there's not even any thrill anymore. I would think the thrill would have worn off. You would have seen their true colors, like the newness. Yeah. You would have think would have worn off. Yeah, just go be with that person already. Right, because I mean no marriage can compete with an affair. Right. I right. mean, with the excitement and and whatever. Wow. Not that I'm promoting an affair because I'm not. But you know what I mean? But it's a good perception <clears throat> to have when you're considering it, knowing like you probably don't love this person more than you like in right. 10 it's years. The thrill side of by the hunt. side, your affair partner is probably not a better person than your spouse. It is the whole what you just yeah. said. Yeah. yeah. Just like, yeah. Thrill of the hunt. Mm-hmm. But but she's her concern is does like. It's going to make things a little bit rocky. So I, my thought is I would <clears throat> anonymously tell him. Uh, I need a cough. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, would, I feel like he should know. And I, and I couldn't live with myself if I knew and didn't reciprocate, didn't tell that person yeah. that told me. I mean, because obviously for her, it determined, you know, it, it helped her to determine completely changing her life. Yeah. Did she say how she found out? No, she didn't say. And would, should she tell her ex-husband that she knows or just let yeah, that and slide? I just think that I would <clears throat> anonymously let that person know so that I've done, like, I can feel good in my, that you know, like my conscience that I've told this person. But yeah. I'm also not going to sabotage, you know, what's going to be best for my kids. And that's a good functional, like, working relationship with my ex-husband. Right. If they're in a good place, like... Let him screw up his life, however, but if it's working out with you and your kids and they've got a good, healthy relationship with their dad, let that Yeah. Ride. Now, maybe she needs to hook up with the, with the husband of the partner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have friends that did that. Really? That swapped? Uh-huh. Well, so they found out that their <clears throat> partners were having an affair. I don't think they were married, but they had, like, kids together. They might have been married. Found out they were having an affair, met each other one time. Oh, you're the husband of mm-hmm. the person my wife just left me for or whatever. So then they go, well, it's going to be awkward, like, with the kids and everything to, like, if we don't get married. So they literally said, well, maybe we should just get married. Got married 
three days later, mm-hmm. literally three days later, and then like a year later, like we're fully in love. Uh huh. Okay, I do remember you know this story. This yes, I do know who this like, is. Three days, mm. they were like, well, just, yeah, might as well. It'll be awkward if we don't get married. <laughs> I guess was what they said. I think it would be really fun um, if you found out that that your husband was having an affair. Mm-hmm. If you, if you, okay, here's me thinking of making a big plan. <laughs> so so you plan. and the new and the other the lady's husband plan to meet them. <gasps> accidentally like yes. you find out that, that like I don't know like you create some event and you guys show up together where you have where it's like a forced confrontation but putting them in the most awkward situation yes. possible yes. to put it on them yeah like you you invite him to dinner mm-hmm. and so they only think that they're meeting their spouse and then they show up and you are holding hands with the other man uh-huh. or making out with him hard in the booth <laughs> Be like, hey, what's up? Oh, hey, what's up? Does this bother you? Oh, are you uncomfortable with this? Oh, suddenly <laughs> this is not working for you? That this Weird. Is what we were doing. Because for five years it has been. Right. So, surprise. That'd oh be funny. Gosh, yeah. That would be funny. That would be funny. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, tell. Tell the man. Tell. Do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do it to it. Do it to it. All right. I have a good mother-in-law one. Uh, tonight, my mother-in-law came over for dinner. I made Swedish meatballs and gravy with mashed potato, broccoli, and homemade bread. Which, does that not sound so good? Mm, it does, it's like actually. like 6 o'clock and I'm starving. Those 8 pounds of peanut M&Ms didn't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> They're creeping up on you. Uh-huh. Um, in my house, we tend to eat in the lounge room unless it's a big event. So I dish. In the lounge. Yeah, I don't, I don't we'll be eating in the lounge. Means. In the lounge. Um, so I dish up everyone's meal. Kids, mother-in-law, and husband uh, uh, take their meals. Okay. Kids, mother-in-law, and husband, I take their meals to them and then serve my plate. I have to run out to the line to grab some clothes that I hung out earlier. No big deal. So she dishes herself up, goes out to change the laundry. I served up generous portions for everyone, way more than I thought they could eat. But when I got back from the line, my dinner was gone. I asked if anyone knew what had happened to the food on the bench, and mother-in-law pipes up and says she wanted some more. She's piled her bowl full of meatballs, way more than she would ever eat. I'm stunned. I figure, oh, well, I'll just grab some fast food a bit later or something because maybe she was super hungry. My bad for not cooking enough. But once she's eaten what she wants, she asks for a container so she can take her extra portion home for dinner the next night. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty annoyed at this point and mentioned that it was meant to be my dinner for the night, not her takeaway meal for the next night. She says, oh, well, you can eat it then. And I reply with, no, thank you, and hand her a container. I didn't want to eat her leftovers. She leaves and my husband puts the kids to bed. When he comes back in, he asks what's wrong, and I tell him that I'm hungry. I cooked the meal and didn't get to eat any of it, and I'm pissed off about it. He agrees mother-in-law was way out of line and messages her that her actions were greedy and selfish. She owes me an apology. But the mother-in-law, of course, says, you know, that she didn't do anything wrong. Well, wouldn't how oblivious is she? Like, you wouldn't notice that she, that she's not eating with you or mm-hmm. joining you? Yeah. No, she's. A, she, I don't buy that she's yeah. oblivious. It's she like was she. Stirring. That was intentional. That was intentional. How rude! How rude! How rude! You just don't want to cook, apparently, and just yeah. Yeah. And even after she served her, and and this is the other thing, 
it would she had dished up a plate for herself. So yeah. it's not like there's like a pot on the stove that has food sitting in it, right? I mean, she walks in and sees a plate dished up and ready to go. Like right. there's your sign, mother-in-law. Exactly. Yeah, it's plated. It's you don't plated. You don't plate the like yeah, big pot that's the communal the communal pot, if you will. I'm so glad that my mother-in-law is not a beast. Right? Yeah. My mother-in-law would starve before she, like... Would take something from someone else's food. How rude. I know. But I'm glad that the husband at least supported it. Like, yeah. Yeah. He at least didn't... It's always good when the husband's on your side. Yeah. But yeah, and she clearly took more than she knew she would eat so that it was like, oh, these are my leftovers. Oops, I didn't need it all. I guess I'll just take it home then since I've licked it all. I would have um, taken it from her and fed it to the dog. <laughs> yes, I will take that. Yes, thank you. The dogs haven't eaten. Uh-huh. Um, I fed my dogs scrambled eggs the other day. Really? A little treat. Did they like they it? They loved it. Oh. They yes. loved it. Did you know? You probably did because you're a better cook than me. Oh. Um, that <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I don't know. That I read a thing where scrambled eggs, you're not supposed to put milk in them. Yeah. I, yes. I didn't know that. Yes. All my life, no. I whipped up those eggs, added a bunch of milk, fluffed them up, put them in, and gone, I am a terrible egg maker. Yeah. Apparently. Just a little butter in the pan. Yeah. Just put them in there. Or a lot of butter. Or a lot of butter. I prefer a lot of butter. It's good. Yeah. No milk. No. Did I tell you that Kristen texted me and asked me about how to make <laughs> eggs? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's butter, eggs. There you go. Do you whip them first? I don't. I've been using my... Frother, my milk frother that tickled my fancy. Yeah. And frothing those bad boys up Does and it... then putting them in the butter. I don't know because I've just learned not to put milk in. So, so you don't even know what you I, don't know. I don't have a good comparison of what's a good I usually egg. just crack them in there. Into the pan? Into the pan. And I just let them sit. Uh-huh. And then I'll let them cook for a minute. And then I break the yolk. Okay. And then once they start like setting a little bit, then I stir them. But then is that like a stirred up fried egg or is it a little bit? Does it look but like it's just, a scrambled it still looks egg. scrambled? Yeah. Huh. huh. See? Huh. Who knew? 43 and I'm finally learning how to cook an egg. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole it's a whole new world. It's a whole new world. A whole new world. Butter makes the world go, go round. round. Let me tell you that. And with eggs being $8 a dozen or a 9 right now. It's stupid. That's so probably stupid. why my mom added milk was probably just to, to make, make it, it go, go further. Yeah. But which is fine, but it's just not the most tasty. It's a little option. bland. Have you ever added heavy cream to yes. it though? Now that's that's good. a different story. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, um do we have time for another? I have a good TIFU. Okay. Um, but it's your turn. Please do. I'll okay. save these. Okay. All right. So this man writes, I live in the South in the USA and I'm a manager in a restaurant. The owner of our restaurant likes managers to speak to every guest who comes in, which is difficult considering it's a large, popular place. So I have my normal routine. I ask how everything is, inquire about a dish, and see if they like it. (laughs) Randomly burped. Do you think I could sell it? Sell it. Sell it. (laughs) Who will pay? We're studying the bid. Um, Okay, so he says... um, you know, he says, you know, how's your food? Have a great day. Specifically, it's a, if it's a group of men or mixed gender folks, I say, have a great day, guys. Gender neutral, which really isn't, but 
Right. I say it all the time as a gender It's defaulting thing. to the male for the collective. For the patriarchal the society. The patriarchal society. Patriarchal? Patriarchal. Damn the patriarchal. 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 That's patriarchal. a hard, hard word to say. So if it's just a group of ladies, he'll say, have a great day, ladies. Normally, it doesn't go much further than that. Not every customer wants to chit-chat, which is fine with me. Well, on this day, I was speaking with two ladies who were very clearly a couple, and they were just having a great time and loving everything. So I returned my customary exit line, have a great day, ladies, except that's not what I said. Oh, no. Instead, I mixed the two options together and somehow said, have a great day, gays. <laughs> <laughs> like guys and ladies. Oh, no. And an extremely cheerful voice. <laughs> have a great day, gays. I absolutely panicked and smiled, and they thankfully misheard me, I think, because they happily said you do. <laughs> and I power walked away. This was months ago, but it still haunts me. <laughs> Everybody has one of those things where you've said or done something, and no matter how much time has passed, you still think about it, and you're like, oh, idiot. All the time. Oh, that is hysterical, though. That's so funny. That is so funny. I love it. (laughs) Good day, gays. (laughs) Oh, here's a little pointer. Okay. Um, Nobody likes that when the manager talks to them. Do you like it? No, okay. I don't want it. No, I don't like when anybody talks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of things that we that like like people at businesses are told to do, mm-hmm. like to make the experience better. That really doesn't to like when that pop- when I see that manager walking around, I'm like, oh, don't, don't stop over, over here. here. It's like being at a dinner theater and doing? the actors want to like pull you Mingle. up on stage. No, yeah, no, we're here to watch. Don't don't interact with me. <laughs> I'm not paying to be the show, right? <laughs> now, let me give you two guesses who does want the manager to come talk to them at the table. Aaron. Aaron Flake. Aaron does. My husband loves meeting the manager. If he meets the owner, even it better. Is the icing on the top, and it will make him a loyal customer. <sighs> like, knowing who the owner is, he's like, I talked to Gary the other day, and he told me how they make their meatball sub. Like, you're like he gets their life story. I mean, you know him. He got the life story of the stripper we saw. He is the exception. He is the exception. And he also is of the belief. Which tell me if you agree or disagree. And if there are any restaurant managers, please write in. He feels like if anything in the meal was not right, that the manager wants to know. Needs to know, should know. So he takes the opportunity to be like, it was good, but the chicken was this way, or my peas came out. Who gets peas oh, at a restaurant? Oh, no, but who gets peas in any setting? I love peas. Ugh. Anyway, not at a restaurant, though. No. And I'm always really embarrassed. Like, I'm always like, Aaron, ugh. He's like, no, they want to know. Like, that's how they get better. They come to ask because they genuinely want to know. Thoughts? I mean, he's, he's probably not wrong. But it's not because the manager's like, wow, I wonder how that was. It's like it's because his superior is like, you better get out there and talk to everybody that comes in the restaurant today. <laughs> right. Nobody want nobody wants to do it. The manager doesn't. The customer doesn't. Everybody except for Aaron yep, does not want any person. of this to happen. Uh-uh. And I mean, I could see if you're consistently getting reviews back that something isn't good. But 98% of people, and I'm making up this statistic, <laughs> are going to lie. 
to get that manager the Always. hell out away from the table. I'm not going to tell you how I feel about everything. I'm going to say it was great. It Thanks was for checking good. in. Thank Here's you. Here's my credit card. Can you Bye. run it? Yeah. 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 And most times, I'm going to run the credit card myself if possible. If possible. To minimize the human right? interaction. <laughs> interaction on every level possible. I just don't know what can go wrong when talking to people. And the yeah. risk outweighs the reward for it, me. Most times. Of awkward situations. Yes. Uh, you know, saying, have a great day, gays, to people. I mean, you're yes. so don't. funny. No, and you're going to stick your foot in your mouth. And and there's no coming back from that. No, I mean, let's just be honest. Walk away real fast. Well, before are you going to explain? I was going to say guys, but then I meant to say girls, and gays came out, <laughs> and clearly you guys are in a relationship. And You can't explain that. He, they, they probably thought he said, happy birthday, guys. Yeah. I'm, happy birthday. <laughs> wow. Nope, <laughs> nope. Not that. Have a good day, guys. Have a good day, guys. He probably did. But then he Have probably. Have a good day, guys. Pro- guys? Yeah, in a southern. Well, he's not Australian, but southern. But he's southern. How do you do a southern accent. southern accent. Have, have, a, have a good day, guys. Have a good day, have guys. Have a good day, guys. Guys. Gays. Guys. See, if they. Well, that's not a southern accent. But you but, know what? He, they don't know where he's from. Right. He could have been like, I'm Australian. I'll say guys. Guys. Yeah. He could have pulled it up. But I bet after he power walked away, they were like, did he just, did he just call us gays? gays? I mean, he's not wrong, but (laughs) don't think that's what they. (laughs) So funny. Oh, well, yeah. Well, do you remember the the barren truth question that you posed? The the barren truth question was. The barren truth. The barren truth was, what are your hidden talents? Mm -hmm. And uh, mine was headstanding. Yours was headstanding. I have, okay, speaking of headstanding, okay. speaking of our hidden talents, okay. my sister came unleashed on me Why? the other day. Robinette. Because, um, sorry, I, okay, because the man in, in your mouth. Yeah. Robin's had a man in her mouth since we were little kids. Well, and why she, is she felt about? like. Like you stole it? Like we stole her thunder. Because I didn't say Robin has a man in her mouth, <laughs> so she was very she was very offended that we did not give her that we did not um, appropriate attention about the man in her mouth. But I didn't know she had a man in her mouth before and, I had a man in and my it's mouth. It's my fault for not saying it apparently. So um, I'm trying to look for her text Robin. to to say what to tell you what she said about it. Okay. Um, Oh, you know that I am the one that had been had a mouth. Ma- <laughs> Do you think people know what we're talking about? Yes. When you close your mouth, that you can still talk. You're talking about the man in your mouth. You're really good at that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she said, "You know that I am the one that had a man in my mouth first, right? It wasn't Brooke." <laughs> She said, this isn't the first time that you guys have stolen and claimed my material as your own. (laughs) I'd let it go the other time, but this time I may get an attorney. And she said, and I have zero recollection of someone throwing up on our plane ride. Oh, she didn't. She was um, unaware. But yes, yeah, so just so every, in case anybody is wondering, my sister has had a man in her mouth since 1979. That, I don't like how that sounds. No. Okay. I just realized that too. Okay. That just hit me. Okay. Change. That just hit me. Redacted. Redacted. <laughs> well, anyway. here, here are some. Um, my brother says he can rationalize and make things worse simultaneously. Wow. Yeah. That is a talent. Uh, my friend Jill 
Jill of me lying about the Prada bag. Yes. Unintentionally. Yes. Who we had a very long conversation about Give it. Give that follow-up really quickly. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I do not remember that. And I'm like, thank the Lord because it has been plaguing me. And she For was, years. I'm like, because we grew up on the same street. Like, we're both Jenny from the block. Like, yeah. you know, we know each other. That I'm not fancy. Yeah. Like, like, she was the last person I would try to be fancy in front of. <laughs> Anyway, it was good, and we had a good conversation. Okay, good. But she says that she can put pat her head, rub her belly, blink her eyes, turn around in a circle, and click her tongue in rhythm while she hums a song. I'm going to need to see a video. Jill, please send Jill, you're going to need to send this video in because I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> a liar. Why you're are you trying to impress me, Jill? My mom says if it's hidden, how would I know? My friend Rachel says she can cross her fourth toe over her third toe without using her hands. Oh, wow. Same with my pinky toe over my fourth toe. I can do it with my pinky toe. But only on her right foot. You can? Yes. I'm doing it right now in my shoe. I can't even do that with my fingers. For a pianist, I have very unflexible fingers. I can, like, to cross my fingers. You can't do this? uh -uh. I can't do, like, I'm lying and crossing my fingers. I can cross my fingertips. I wish we, this is like the we're, first we're time both I'm doing not it. video we're, recording our podcast. You can only cross the tip. Uh-huh. I, I, I might have to post a picture of how pathetically I, cross. Yeah, I can't. Wow, that's weird. I can't bend my knuckles. Yeah, it's weird. Can you bend a single bend? Yeah, yeah, but I can't no, bend it. like this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, uh, my friend Brandon said, I have an am- amazingly honed radar for where did I see this person before. Actors in movies, people from stores I shop at who are out and about themselves. So basically, his hidden talent is my your greatest downfall. <laughs> we <laughs> need to be married. Your so I be like, how do I know that person? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I got. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have a whole lot of hidden talents. But the other day, we were up in our cabin with friends, and people got a little hungry. And I kind of started looking around the kitchen, like, to find... And this isn't my regularly stocked pantry. Mm-hmm. So I had like a can of cream of chicken soup and I had – then I found some jalapenos and I had some chicken and some corn chips and I whipped up a um, Mexican casserole. Well, I'll be and damned. everyone was very impressed. Mm-hmm. Like – I have seen you do that before really? at the cabin. Another time with a breakfast. Yeah. I just can throw things together and make a meal. But I didn't know that that wasn't something that like <clears throat> Most people can do. Yeah. They can't. Really? No. Huh. That is a talent. And then I made some granola bars kind of the same way. Just threw stuff together. And they were like, you just whip that up. I'm like, well, yeah. Like, how, I know what goes in stuff. Well, how do you make a granola bar stick? Um, like oats. Uh, what else was in there? Um, I can't remember if it was brown... I can't remember now. Okay, so let's say you have oats, okay. a couple chocolate chips, uh-huh. maybe a marshmallow. I mean, suddenly this has yeah. taken a turn into a dessert. But how do you make them all stick together? So I, like, browned some butter, and then I put oats, I put brown sugar, I put some dried fruit in there, um, the some little chocolate chips, and then just baked them for a little bit. And, and they then, don't just cr- crumble? Uh, I had a little bit of flour that I threw in there, just like a little bit, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Who knew? I know. So apparently that's a hidden talent that I didn't even know was cool. Yeah. So now I'm impressed with myself. There you go. <laughs> it's a win. <laughs> it's a win. And like when, once I learned how to make soup, now I can just make soup. Like now I know this is the base for different soups and I can just make whatever kind of soup 
I want because I know how it starts. It's amazing. Right? Yeah, that's amazing. Really? Yeah. <gasps> I feel proud of myself now. Yeah, I don't cook. So. <laughs> well, you cook eggs. I do cook. I cook a mean egg. And I can cook a mean fried egg. Oh, yeah. If I am not, like, toot my own horn on that. Yeah, you should. It's very good. You're a good breakfast maker. I am good at breakfast. Yes. Yeah. You, you nail breakfast. Thank you. Yeah. I roll out about at 10 a.m., and so breakfast is not my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we should skivvy away. Do we have a question for next week? We do not. We do not. I will think of one, and I will post it. So follow us on Truth Fairies Pod on Facebook and Instagram. And, as always, gub. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod, and send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale. 